Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. So ladies and gentlemen, Stephanie is going to come on. And again, I was just saying, this woman is a powerhouse making massive, massive contributions in her community and empowering women to step into their greatness, to be their greatest possible selves. She's on fire. So definitely stay tuned. This interview is going to be power packed full of wisdom, inspiration to help you grow. Before we dive into the interview with Stephanie though, I want to talk to you. You're becoming your greatest possible self. And however we can support you, in doing that, let's explore, let's play, let's have fun, and keep taking those next steps, okay? Whether it's continuing to show up here on the marathon, tuning in to the live streams, listening to the podcast, the YouTube, however you get the content, or whatever whatever you're listening to, whatever you're tuning into, uh, whatever sources of inspiration, encouragement, and education, whatever coaching and event, events that you're getting, keep showing up. That is so freaking important to live an extraordinary life. Keep showing up. Okay. And if you want to take the next steps with these guests, keep building the relationships with them. Send them a message. Say, I loved the conversation that you had with Chris on greatest possible self and build the relationships with them. Cause that's one of the greatest gifts that I've gotten out of having this platform is building relationships with amazing people. So I highly, highly encourage you to do that. Next up is the iTunes review of the week. This week it's by Joshua Lisek who said, there's personal development and then there's GPS. Chris, I loved your chat with Martha. Every tip to build rapport with romantic partners works in business too. In love, you want yes. So it is in sales. Thank you for bringing on guests whose advice applies to 99% of life. P.S. You are so high energy. I feel the room come alive as I listen. 100%. Thank you so much, Joshua. I appreciate you sharing that review with us. If you want to give us a review, go to brgps.com forward slash iTunes or search greatest possible self on the Apple podcast store. When you leave a review, you will also get an opportunity to get shouted out on a future 12 hour live stream marathon and podcast. So definitely do that. Get over to brgps.com forward slash iTunes or search greatest possible self subscribe while you're there. So you can keep getting all the latest updates and episodes and greatness that's coming your way. Okay. I'm going to introduce Stephanie in just a second. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes. This is going to be gold. It's going to be inspiring. And what Stephanie is doing, she is just a massive action taker. So whatever you hear, make sure you implement it as well. And she's going to share how you can do that, how you can continue to the journey, join, uh, continue to grow on the journey with her as well. It's going to be an amazing, amazing interview. So stay tuned. Let's interview Stephanie and we'll bring her on. Stephanie Mears has worked with Desert Capital Management Group since 2014 and was recently promoted to vice president of the company. Stephanie has a BA in business management and an MBA in business administration from the University of Phoenix. She has been a professional in marketing for over 15 years. In 2014, 2015, and 2016, she received the company's top performer award for her commitment to excellence and outstanding performance. In her personal life, Stephanie is dedicated to her family, friends, and church. She's actively involved in Rotary Club, the Women's Thursday Club, and her local Chamber of Commerce. Stephanie is co-founder of Empower Women's Networking Group, 
and was a recent finalist for a local honorary mayor position. Married with a young son and daughter, Stephanie is passionate about impacting the lives of others and helping those she meets to achieve both their professional and their personal goals. And we're going to have such an empowering, inspiring, and epic interview with Stephanie today. Stephanie, are you ready to rock the house, Superwoman? I sure am. I'm ready. We're doing it. We're doing it. I love it. I love it. We're having a lot of fun. And uh, thank you so much for being here and taking the time to inspire our audience. I know you have so much, just so much to give to them and really impact them. And uh, I always say, you know, we we have only an hour here together. So we're going to dive in and go deep, as deep as we can. And for, for everyone, I encourage them to keep going on their journey with you. But Stephanie, let's dive right in. The theme of today is an extraordinary life. What does that mean to you? Yes. So an extraordinary life for me is how many people, how many impacts can you make in this lifetime? Mm -hmm. And so to lead a, an extraordinary life, who are you impacting? What are you doing in this world to really make a difference? And are you really living your highest self? Mm -hmm. wow. Those for me are pretty big. I love it. I love it. That's like what what a measure of success is like are we actually contributing to people's lives? Are we actually making a difference? Is there is their well-being, their happiness, their lives is it improved because of our existence? If so, I think, you know, we are using our God-given talents and gifts to our highest and best abilities. Absolutely. Absolutely. I so love good. it. So good. Okay. So this is this is great, great start. Um, I really love that answer. And for everyone who's just getting connected with you, Stephanie, you got a lot going on. But why don't you share a little bit more about uh, you know what you're you're wanting to communicate in in the world today, the message that you're getting out to inspire and impact people yourself. Absolutely. So uh, so recently, I released a book called and um, published a book. Um, uh, got published. It's called Women of Perfection, Perfectly Imperfect. And um, that is pretty uh, impactful, impactful on its own. <laughs> Congratulations, um, by the way. That's that's huge. Some people, like most people, you. just dream of getting a book out and you freaking did it. Like I said at the beginning, yeah. you were an action taker, Stephanie. Well, and it was like the biggest, like, because oh, I actually <laughs> ended up becoming the Amazon number one bestseller the same day I released it. Wow. So I was like, wait, what? Like wow. that, that just happened. So it was, I mean, it's just been a great, um, it's been a great year for me, a great month. I mean, the last month and a half, I've literally released my book. I've, I've, um, started a radio show and podcast. Oh my gosh. I've also started, um, I've also, and then on top of everything else I already do, which is empower, which empower hour helps women and children off the streets as well mm -hmm. as help, um, basically bring women together, um, to love one, one, one another, help one another and, and really go to a different level as a community. So I, I, I mm. love, I love everything I'm doing to help as many people as I can. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. You know, I, I want to hear where did this drive come from, Stephanie? I, I don't know if it was always there, if you came out the womb saying, I'm here to impact and change the world, or if it <laughs> developed along the journey. Tell us a little bit about your early life and how it evolved. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's kind of come full circle here. So uh, like I just said, in at Empower Hour, one of the things that we do is we help women and children on the streets. Well, what's interesting is as a child, I lived on the streets with my um, my sister um, and we either lived on the streets or with drug dealers or in cars. And it was a really rough childhood. And both my parents were on um, drugs. And so I literally came from living on the streets to at eight years old, um, testifying in court against my mother. Um, my biological mother, and then being adopted by my aunt and uncle. And um, it literally brought me to a place that said, you know what? 
that was a really rough time in my life. I was able to get out of it, but there's a lot of kids who cannot. So my heart and where, where this drive comes in is literally to be able to not have other people feel the way our kids feel the way that I felt when I was a child. And, uh, and furthermore, help those women who are in rough situations um, to, to elevate them and get them to a different level too. Wow. wow. That is that yeah. is so powerful. I want to, I want to like talk about those early years. It sounds like there was a lot of survival built into life because you just, you had to survive. You had to, you know, fend for yourself because if you didn't like, no, you weren't going to make it to the next day. <laughs> I feel like yeah. that survival instinct, um, it's, it really, it sets people apart in terms of, yes, you, you might have a lot of stuff that comes with it and like maybe some um, negative beliefs and, and habits and tendencies and things like that. Uh, but also I feel like for those who make it through, that also develops a resiliency that is like a, an asset and a characteristic character strength that is unmatched, you know, and that's, that's, I think it's a testament to why you are achieving so much today is just because that's who you are. You are driven. You, you will do like whatever it takes. And at some point you started to channel the, the drive to survive into the drive to thrive and the drive to contribute to other people. Absolutely. That's exactly how I feel too, because I'm not, I'm not on this earth just to, to benefit myself only. Mm. I'm on this earth to help everyone around me and anybody. Maybe I would love to help people. I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also of course, to be a great mother, to be a great friend, to be a great everything really, mm. because the reality is, is, you know, we're on this earth to really make a difference. And, um, and what you had said about the, the, the survival, I mean, it's so true. Mm. I mean, it's so true. Literally going from having a hard time finding a place to, to, to find food yeah. to, to literally to now where I'm feeding families for Thanksgiving, for Empower Hour. We literally have um, families we've gotten food for to be able to get them so to where they have a Thanksgiving dinner because that's important, you know? Wow. So uh, yep. this this capital group that you you joined and you're a part of and one of the top performers at gotten accolades and things like that. Um, how did yeah. you how did you get involved? Like how did your career evolve uh, in the early you know twenties and thirties for you? Your twenties and thirties. Yeah. So and um, so at Desert Capital, I you know what's really funny is I actually. So when I was in my early twenties, I knew like nothing about retirement. Pretty much just like. The basics that you find out in like your your master your, your master's and your bachelor's degree, right? So you know like the basics, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so I started at this company and almost immediately realized how much I love helping people with their finances and how much that relates back to my childhood. Because if you don't have money, mm. you don't have a place to live, you don't have food to eat, you don't have you know the basic essentials. So I learned out of you know within this in my late twenties, literally, hey, you know what? I like working with people's retirement because it helps them to achieve, to, to have everything they need. Even yeah. when, you know, a lot of people will say that they've ran out of money or, or whatever. I like to make sure that that doesn't happen to yeah. my very best ability. Um, but really the company itself is really um, all about how we can be helping people, especially, uh, and it tends to be um, one of our, our specialties is usually the women who have lost their husbands because, um, you know, usually in their 60s, 70s, these women's, these women had been relying on their husbands to take care of their finances for 30, 40 years of their marriage. Well, what then? Right. Mm -hmm. And so we're, we're really all about how can we be helping at a different level. 
Wow, that's yeah. that's powerful. I know uh, a big part of your journey and mission today is helping women as well. Tell us where where that like really became something that you wanted to to plant a flag in the ground and make sure that you empowered women. Um, and you have this book, Women of Perfection. Like, yeah. tell us a little bit more <laughs> about like when when did it become you know for you important to empower women? Actually, um, so. I remember going through a phase where I felt very um, not empowered, where I felt mm-hmm. very small. I felt very not mean. I I uh, I was very shy. Me shy, like that's hard to, for me to believe. I was not, yeah. And so I remember this moment where I was just like, I don't have to be this person. I don't mm-hmm. have to be shy. I can be myself. There's nothing wrong with me being myself. And so when I came to this realization, um, probably in my, actually in my early thirties, I realized I can be myself and that's okay. And people are going to love me or they're going to hate me. And it's okay. There's nothing wrong with who I am because I am just me. I am heartfelt. I am love. I am light and I am, I'm okay if people are okay, if they just, just choose not to like me, cause that's okay. There's nothing yes. wrong with that. So what brought me into the empowerment side was I saw a lot of women in this exact same situation where they did not feel empowered. Mm-hmm. And so me and my girlfriend, when we got together one time, um, it was just like in passing and we were like, you know, we need to help women. We need to be, you know, doing all of these things. And it was so cool because within 45 minutes we had created empower hour and now six months later we went from literally four thousand followers to now five hundred thousand followers in like six eight months wow it's wow. insanity but wait, it's all wait, wait that that's let's repeat that again because that is like i think that might have went over some people's heads say that again what what was the growth oh yeah so we went from uh, uh, a regular company yeah. uh to uh, with four thousand uh, followers to yeah. now um uh, we work with a nonprofit now yeah. and we are part with between all of our partners. We now have a little over 500,000 followers across the United States and actually soon to be across the world with a lot more. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's incredible. So and also the, the power of joining forces with other, other causes and organizations and platforms that are in alignment with you. That's huge. Yes. And that's all, then that's how we've been able to grow as fast as we have is because, well, one, we have the heart to help, right? That's, that's number one. And we really want to make a difference in this world. It's not about money. I get paid nothing, zero for empower hour, but I care about helping. And so that is, and seeing that heart of the organization, because it's not just me, it's an entire group of women that have this huge heart to help. That is what has created these alliances and these partnerships between the Women's Veterans Alliance and Mm -hmm. some really huge organizations, the BBC, and I mean, just a ton. And now we've created an an amazing opportunity for women and children and widows and men to literally come into the butterfly element, which is the nonprofit we're under, to literally get a ton of help with their business coaching or or their uh, grieving coaching or whatever, all done through the nonprofit so they don't have to pay for it. It's it's really phenomenal. Wow, it's amazing. Yeah, now, I want to I want to go back to uh, you mentioned in the twenties when you cared about what other people thought. Like that was a, a yeah. thing for you. And I know uh, you got an interview on Petia's podcast as well. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I know she had a big challenge as well in her twenties with feeling like she cared so much about what other people thought, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. you know, even me, like I've, I felt like I used to be shy too, similar to you. And in, in when I was like 
especially 17, 18, 19, in my teens, I'm like, I don't know who I am. I'm just going to conform and make myself as small dim my light as as much as possible so that I I don't stand out so I don't get criticized so I don't get rejected and that yeah. was like a really big thing that I had to break through to really own my light and own my gifts that I had had to give to the world is there anything like that you did or uh, things that people can do in the audience that you would recommend so that they can like take back their power and really start to shine their light and and not care what people think as much yeah so this is a, a choice 100% that everyone has to make it eventually, right? And so if you make the choice that it's okay, that you're really okay with somebody not liking you, mm. then you can really release that, um, that need to please them. And then you can become your higher self, whoever that may be. And maybe they're still kind of shy and there's nothing wrong with being a kind of shy person. But if that's not truly you and you're just trying to conform, mm. um, Honestly, then then just be okay with having some haters out there. And if you are, just let them off of your, your back and then move on to the people who love you because the people mm -hmm. who love you are the ones that are actually going to matter in the long run, right? Yeah. And so um, so what one of the things that I did when I remember taking back kind of my power here was I literally remember I started listening, I started listening to positive affirmation every morning yes. about how, how I am a good person, how I'm tr I, I am, a, I, I try hard in this lifetime and like all of these things that really helped me to be okay with it. And after mm -hmm. hearing it every single day, every single morning, it was like all of a sudden it just kind of, yes, yeah, I am kind of cool. Like I am kind of awesome, right? I am awesome. Yes. No, kind of, I am awesome. Yes. And so, and so the positive affirmations really helped me kind of break through that cycle. Plus I also had to um, deal with some of my own personal core uh, beliefs or my own personal core issues. And so um, if you're having issues with figuring out what those could be, there's some really great books out there that can help you get to that next level of be being able to overcome those core beliefs. Because once you do that also helps you come into your power too. Wow. So, yeah. so amazing. I love that. I love the affirmations. I love um, also what you mentioned about consistency, right? It's like really doing it every day. And hey, you might fall off the track. You might not do it one day or two days or three, three days in a row, but get back on the freaking track. Get back exactly. on. Don't give up on, on these habits. And I think it's also just having grace with ourselves. Like when we, when we mess up, like don't beat ourselves up so much because that will just reinforce that kind of negative self-talk loop. And when we do mess up, say, okay, what what great job. You you didn't do what you wanted to do, but how, how can you learn from this? How can you uh, grow from this and improve from this? And I really hear that like you you had that grace for yourself and improved. Yeah. Which is really hard to do as a perfectionist, yep. you know. Yep. <laughs> um, and and the reality is, is once you have overcome your core beliefs, it's easier to not have that perfectionist side come out and mm. try to take over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, this is this is great. So um, I think that anyone who's listening right now, they can really start to investigate those core beliefs that might be shaping their their life. Like, what what must I believe is true to keep experiencing this result? What must I believe is true to keep you know, not having money in the bank at the end of the month. What must I believe yes. is true? What m must I believe I deserve to keep experiencing this? It's like, well, I want money and I've worked so hard at it, but why do I keep experiencing this? Or, you know, relationships, okay. like to keep attracting the, the partner who, who doesn't like treat me well. What must I believe is true about me to keep attracting that kind of a person and si simply to get curious about that and go to work on that. And like you said, there's a, a ton of really great resources out there to help us yeah. with that. Yeah. But I think that's, that's like such a 
great place to start and to plant our flag in the ground and say, okay, it's time to really go to work on whatever this BS is that's been stopping me from being my greatest possible self. Totally. And in my book, I actually barely, I briefly touch on the whole core beliefs because I basically talked about a little bit more in depth of like what mine were. So like I did not deserve because I came from nothing. So why do I deserve anything? Right. But then once I realized, you know what, just because I came from nothing doesn't mean I have to deserve nothing. That means that I, that means that I can earn and work my way up to whatever I want to be. Right. And so that was, that was something that also was a touched in, in my book as well. Um, because I, it was something that had, um, I had to overcome to be able to get to that next level. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know spirituality and uh, like your faith is a big part of your journey as well. Can you tell us a little mm-hmm. bit more about that and how you, how you got reconnected or connected with your faith and how that shows up in your business and your life today? Yeah. So for me, faith is really, Um, an interesting subject. So there's a very big difference in my opinion, of course, everybody has their own, Mm -hmm. um, of faith versus um, religion versus spirituality. Mm -hmm. It's all kind of its own thing in my world, right? So I, I believe in faith, I believe in spirituality, and I do believe in certain religion, religional ideas, right? Um, So, so the reality for me is, once I saw myself for who I was and really had that additional help from, um, from a higher being, God, a universe, whatever you guys want, whoever wants to call them, whoever, whatever that higher being is for that person. Right. Once I saw myself for who I really was, it was almost kind of like God was literally just honing in on me and saying, yes, let's move to the next level. Let's do the next thing. And I literally, every single morning I meditate, I pray, I I do, I do certain things because those things really, and and I forgive. Mm -hmm. So if I had a really rough day one day, like I break down and have a rough day the next and the next that night, usually I'm praying, but the next day I'm usually, you know, really meditating. Why was I having such a rough day? Mm. What caused that? You know, I'm asking those myself, those questions of what caused that problem and how do I fix it for today? And then I meditate on it. I pray about it and I move forward. So for me, my faith, my spirituality is really important to me. It really is. And it's not to everybody. So I'm not wanting to ever um, put anybody out. But for me, it's something where I can just see the light and want to move toward it. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's important for me, I, I totally agree with you, you know, on, on uh, spirituality and faith, and there's some kind of higher being call it whatever you want, but there's something mm-hmm. bigger than us. Because uh, I think if, if we think we are the center of the universe, then that that's like, it puts a lot of pressure on us. And it, yes. it also, you know, we, we see ourselves being being so human and so like kind of uh, perfectly imperfect in, yes. in your words, right? <laughs> and I think that if we can if we can acknowledge that there's some higher being that has uh, our best interests at heart and the best interest of humanity, the best interest of this universe to to create a ever unfolding you know positive evolving universe, I think that's something really great to put our faith in, to put our energy into because. The opposite of that is, you know, that everything is going to, you know, the other direction, like bad and, and ruin. Yeah, and it's uh-huh. like, why would we invest our time and energy into that future when we can live into a future where we're evolving, we're growing, we're, you know, creating legacies and improving humanity. And I think it's it's important to also pray and give up our trying to control everything because I think that brings mm-hmm. a lot of stress to people. It's like, I need to control everything. I need to have everything all figured out. It's like, no, just take the next step, you know? Absolutely. And you know, Tony Robbins says it best. 
wherever energy goes, energy flows, right? Mm. So if your if your focus is on the positive, your energy and everything is going to be going toward that direction, exactly like you were saying. But if if everything's going on the negative, it, it just wherever that energy is going, you're going to go to that next level. If your energy is going to that next level, you're gonna you're gonna get there eventually, maybe with some help, but you're gonna get there. This is, this is great. I want to talk about all the different communities that you're involved in and why that was so important for you to to have, you know, Rotary and uh, Chamber of Commerce and all these different yeah. things where you are present in. Tell us a little bit more about how that's impacted your career and your life. Yeah. So um, for me, I am. Um... I'm never out there saying, I want business. I want business. I want mm. business. That's not me at all. I am all about how can I meet people and who's going to be my new friend? Yeah. Like literally. Mm. And so I literally am, um, I, I love doing the, these, uh, being a part of these different groups, like the Rotary and um, the Chambers and stuff, because there are so many amazing people who you can you can work with and talk to and and become friends with. And mm. I mean, there's so much more to it. Plus, plus with like the Rotary, we get to help in um, in ways that I had I had dreamed of doing, but never really could figure out exactly how to make it happen. So, like for example, we're doing an event called a Shop with a Cop in December, and I'm the one heading the event, of course, and. And it literally is these children who are either homeless or um, or, or underprivileged, and they're getting a hundred and fifty dollars to go shopping with a police officer or a firefighter or a first responder, whoever that is, and they get an actual Christmas because we made it happen, and that is pretty cool. That's pretty cool, and that makes me, for again going back to my childhood and not having Christmases, to feel good. Yeah. And I'm helping people. It's like a win-win. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so like being in these communities, one, you get to expand your network. You get to expand, you know, who can I meet? Who can I connect with? Who can I serve? Who can I connect people in my network? And I think I saw Jen uh, Gilchrist out in the audience who connected us. Shout out to Jen. Just yeah. It's just Hi, awesome Jen. people. You know, when, when you get to connect someone with another powerful human being and like magic happens. That's so valuable. And also to, to join together forces, resources, network and connections to bring value to causes that you believe in, like these kids who are, you know, homeless or having difficult times, disadvantaged, different things like that, um, and really serve them and help them have an experience that so that they remember that they're not forgotten, so that they remember that it's not hopeless, so that they remember one day in three years, five years, 10 years, the kindness that was once shown to them, then yeah. maybe they won't go off the track. You know, Maybe they will, will choose a different light, having faith in humanity, having faith in something bigger than them so that they can be a positive contribution to society. I think it's, it's really amazing what you're doing, Stephanie. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And yeah, that's, that's just one of the many examples of what we get to do at the Rotary that or at the chamber or whatever to really help in the community, but also in the process getting to meet, I got to meet some wonderful police officers and firefighters and, you know, I'm now calling them my friends. And I mean, it's just, it's a win-win for everybody. Right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. But Stephanie, you, uh, like I mentioned, you have a lot going on. How do you stay focused? How did you, especially in the beginning of your journey, how did you prioritize things? Did you find that you got overwhelmed with too many uh, opportunities and things to work on? How did you move through those, those phases? Yeah. So, um, so to be perfectly honest, I actually had a pretty intense day on Monday where I was just kind of like, holy moly, how am I doing all of this stuff? So I had to do a mind dump. Have you mm. ever heard of that? A mind yes. dump? Yeah. 
Yes. Okay. So I literally did a mind dump because I was completely overwhelmed because I will only mention maybe this much of how many projects I have going on right now. There's a lot going on. And so I literally did a mind dump and I, my pages were so full. My husband was like, is that, is that writing? Like what is right there? You know? (laughs) And, uh, and so, and literally what I did from there is I took that mind dump and I literally started doing stuff that was on my list of everything that I was like kind of stressed out about. Right. Mm. And as I'm going through that, um, I was able to kind of, or if I couldn't do it, then I would put it in my calendar for a specific date. So I wouldn't be so overwhelmed in that moment because it's so easy to be like, Oh crap, I gotta do that. Oh no. Oh wow. Mm -hmm. What? You know? But the reality is, is if you, um, identify what needs to be done in a whole as a whole, Mm -hmm. and then start to check things off of your list that, that can be done now, or put it off until a different day, literally putting those specific, um, goals for each moment, each day, each time, whatever that may be, and then crossing them off really has helped me to really um, manage everything and and, and keep everything to where it's all um, growing and and remembering to to do everything with heart. So everything I have, Mm. literally every single list I have of everything, and I have lists of to do pretty much for everything. I have a heart. I have a heart for, uh, next to every single thing I'm doing because it reminds me: do this with your heart, Stephanie. Don't just do it because it needs to be done. Do it with your heart because it's going to be even better than it was supposed to be. So tell me about that concept and the, the heart and how did you discover that and why? Like, tell me, like, when did that become a priority to do it with heart in your life? And and what was the contrast that said I had? It's like it's important for me to keep my heart present in all that I do. Yeah, because so for me, it was, it's, it's abundantly clear. So for the people who know me very well know if I'm just doing something to get it done, mm-hmm. or if it's because I'm doing it because I, I it, it, it's something that's dear to me, dear to my heart. So I, instead of saying, instead, I got to a point where I literally was like, why am I doing stuff just to do it? Mm-hmm. Why am I not doing things because, with my heart? Because it always turns out better than what I would think it was like almost every single time. So I was just one day I was like, no, I'm not going to just, just take out the trash because I have to, I'm not going to just watch my kids because I have to, I am going to literally try my hardest to do every single thing with heart because just because it's taking out the trash doesn't mean I can't say hello to my neighbor next door that walks out and takes out his trash too. Just because I'm watching my own children and I'm thinking, Oh my gosh, it's another rough. It's another day. But Instead of it being like that, I'm thinking, oh, wow, I get I get to spend another day with my children. I get to make an impact on their life. I get the chance to make a difference in their lives because they're important to me. And so that's, that was the difference for me of seeing what had to be done versus what was done with heart. And that really um, elevated me to a different level. Yeah. It's like it, yeah. it just in everything that we do. Do we want to be present or do we want to be thinking about something in the future or worried yeah. about or, you know, something in the past, hanging on to something in the past? We want to be present. And I feel like when you say to do it with heart, it's to really be present. It's to make the most out of the experience and not just present for being present sake, but how do I exude the maximum value and love and contribution that I can be in every moment in everything that I do? And I think that's such a powerful uh, mindset and way of being to really step into. Thanks. Yeah. It works for me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's good. It's good. So I want to talk about Empower Hour and like more of, of the mission there, what you're out to achieve. Just tell us a little bit more about what you got going on and uh, yeah, just fill us in. Yeah. So Empower Hour. Um, so whew, so Empower Hour is, has really, I mean, it's been a 
It's been a blessing. It has been amazing. It's been a lot of work. It has been overall just one of the biggest projects I've ever tried to take on. And it's so funny because I remember thinking at the beginning, I was like, oh, we're just going to have a group of women who want to love each other. And we're just going to meet up once a month. And, you know, it's just going to be a nice little thing. And, you know, literally that's what me and my girlfriend were thinking. And, you know, it's so funny because once once we had started getting out there a little bit more and started talking a little bit more about what we were doing, about how we were meeting up and we would come in that room and nobody was allowed to sit there and judge each other. Nobody is, everyone's there in love. If somebody says, Hey, I need something. We, we make sure that that person is being taken care of to our very best ability, or at least acknowledge that's a need and figure out how to help with that. Right. So once we started to tell people about our group a little bit, <laughs> it just, um, you know, the first, the very first branch was in, uh, in um, Solano County in Vacaville. Mm-hmm. And um, we have a branch manager out there who then saw our hearts and saw what we wanted and has grown that branch huge. Mm-hmm. And she has been a huge asset to our team. I mean, she, her name's Jennifer House and she is just I mean, I love that girl. If you met a girl with heart, she is also a girl with heart. Let me tell you, she, you'd love her. Um, but she has helped us, me and Karen, grow Empower Hour just massively. But what's really cool about this whole thing is it's not about just the numbers, right? It's not about how many numbers can I get this week? How many, like what, how many women can I be, you know, talking to? It's who am I helping? Who is being impacted right now? And you know, how are we really making a difference in this community? And now it's across the entire United States where we're opening branches, well, potentially even in Canada, actually. I'm trying to work on the rules and regulations of that one. But I mean, it's just growing massively. And so the, but the the most important thing of this whole thing is that we keep our heart of the group. Mm. And really each, each branch has to have that outlet of, we're not here to judge one another. We're here to love one another and help one another. And that's, that's our ultimate goal. That's that's so powerful. I love that as the, the um, culture and kind of mission statement. Tell us a little bit more about being a leader of a group. Like what qualities, what did you get to put in place or develop in yourself to be a great leader, to make a cause worthy of, of buying into. It's like we get to have big, big heart and to lead and live with heart and everyone who comes in, that's first and foremost. What else? Um, I would definitely say um, consistency. So mm-hmm. if you say you're going to have an event, have the event. Yep. Don't let rain or shine stop stop you because that will that will deter everything. Right. If you're a good leader, you try to show up to as much as you can on that group. So even though we have many branches, I try to show up to every single one I can that's in the city, yep. uh, in the area. If it's in Texas, I can't make it to that every single day. But um, but but the reality is is showing up consistency. Um, to be a good leader, in my opinion, in my opinion, is to be real, to be authentic. I don't walk in there and say, well, I am the vice president of Desert Capital and no, no, no. I am, I am straight up the goofy Stephanie that is, <laughs> that is genuine and honest and wants to love one another. But yet I still have a, a phenomenal business side in the sense of being able to implement rules, regulations, and as well as creating um, basically projects with different uh, procedures. So that's also a big part of leadership Mm -hmm. is making sure that you have a good ground. Groundwork is very, very important. And then, you know, if, and then if you're not doing it with your real self, with who you really are, then it's going to crumble. But if you're doing it with who you truly are with your heart, then it will, it will build fast, Mm -hmm. really, really fast. 
That's powerful. And I think everyone has different strengths and it sounds like you're a really great networker. You're really great with, um, you know, people, you're really great with business as well. Like, what would you say you, you like to delegate or are not so much your strengths that you love to give away to others? Oh, this is, this is a good one. So, um, so even though I'm considered a millennial, right. Mm -hmm. I'm not very good with technology. So like, I know (laughs) how to like, I know how to like do all of the, the, the school stuff I learned from school. So I can do like PowerPoints and stuff like that. But if somebody talks to me about going to like build a website or like, or about like, really or like connecting all of that back office website stuff I'm just kind of like I can't do it like I, <laughs> I literally paid somebody to do my website so I'm like I just I, I just can't I can do it it just doesn't look professional and that's not what I'm going for yeah. so I'll happily happily be like can somebody else take over my lack of ability of technology you know please <laughs> on this specific area um that's definitely a big one for me um the other one for me is um you know, um, also some administrative work. So even though I, I, um, you know, I'm sure everybody loves administrative work. Um, you know, it takes a lot of time to do administrative work. So I usually will um, also um, hand that off to my assistant. So, yeah. And it's like the highest, highest value dollar per hour activities are usually networking connections, uh, relationships, even selling, selling a vision, selling, to, to join, selling to be a part of something bigger, a mission. So I think that's that's really important that you recognize, hey, there's these kind of administrative tasks that are a lower like dollar per hour or ROI or just like, you know, I can give away to someone else. And I think a lot of people struggle with doing that because they think they need to do everything themselves. But I think it's when people challenge themselves even before they're ready to start giving away those those different tasks and asking for help and building a team of people who are strong where we're not as strong uh that's that's like where true leadership and growth really really starts to to um take effect absolutely i totally agree with that and i was i remember like five years ago when i was really just stepping into this new stephanie right like maybe it was like six years ago no it was eight years okay so eight years ago Wow. Sorry. Um, I remember hearing from a girlfriend of mine who had just written a book Mm -hmm. and, um, and she is, she's brilliant. And she had said, what would you rather be spending your time on? Would you rather be spending time on your family, on something that makes you money Mm -hmm. or would, or something that gives your heart uh, joy and, or something along those lines. And I remember being like, or would you rather be doing administrative work or whatever other tasks that you don't enjoy doing? And I remember being like, I want to spend time with my family. I want to do like these things that I love doing. So I remember in that moment thinking, I don't, I don't want to do these other things that I'm not good at anyways, Mm. please, you know, just, just, you know, it's leveraging is very important in in a positive way. That sounds negative, but it's really not leveraging is very important in this and the ability to really get to another level. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful. Uh, I want to talk about your drive. You've had a drive for a long time to survive and then it turned into thriving. At what point did you start to build a vision of your life of like what it could look like? And how did you do that? How did you build a greater vision of where you were and how did you do that? So I remember when I lived on the streets and in um, drug dealers houses, we would watch Hallmark movies Oh yeah, Christmas Hallmark movies. So this is like this is still to this day like one of my favorite things to watch. And I know the endings, but I don't care. So <laughs> so I would watch these movies at like six, seven years old and see where I was at. And I remember being like, 
that's the life I'm going to have. And I would like point at the screen and be like, that is the life I'm going to have. And you know, what's really funny, even though I'm still not to Hallmark status, but it's my own version of Hallmark movie. Right. So I remember being like, wow, this, this household is beautiful. This couple's gets along so well. Um, you know, there's plenty of food. Like I just remember very much being like this. And then I remember always seeing like the, the family and, you know, kind of everything that entails into a Hallmark movie. And I just remember thinking, gosh, that is going to be my life. And so Mm. even though, it, my life has gone, it surpassed what I expected. Even though when I was about um, 13 or 14, I'm like, I'm going to be a CEO of a company one day. Like that was something else I was determined to do. Um, but I remember at a very early age, I just remember thinking, you know what? My life is going to be better than this. I'm going to make my life better than, than it is. And so my own blueprint of what my life needs to look like is coming true every single day mm-hmm. and its own way. And of course there's setbacks. So please, please don't think that everything's perfect all the time. Cause that's not, mm-hmm. but the reality is, is every single day I'm still growing in some way, even when there's a setback, I'm learning something from that setback to help me go forward. Mm-hmm. And so that for me is, um, that's really what has helped me kind of remember, you know, the Hallmark movies and knowing that I'm go- I'm going to become something bigger one day. And, I, I surpassed the CEO and now it's what's next. Oh, well, like, <laughs> and I'm that's, excited to see the next thing. It's it like to a lot of people, they would say, wow, Stephanie, like you're already on top of the world practically. How could, how could things get even better for you? So I'm curious, like, what do you see in the future that you're most excited about that you're creating? Oh, this is my favorite subject. <laughs> so I'm like so excited about it too. So my next, so where I see myself going in the next probably five years, yep. maybe a little longer, but I have a feeling it's five years. And so basically where I see myself is um, literally on stages in front of thousands and thousands and thousands of women and helping each woman try to overcome the obstacles they've gone through and how to get them to the next level. And then eventually help them help to teach other people how to get them that those people to the next level and, and really, and genuinely do this with their hearts. So that way they can really, um, not just help that one person, but that help a person help someone else and, and so on and so forth. So it's not just Stephanie teaching something. It is how can I help somebody? And then that person helps somebody else and then so on and so forth. So it makes a difference in the world, not just in Stephanie's life. You know what I mean? It's like the give a man a fish or teach that person, man or woman to fish. Yes, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so that's where I see myself up there speaking in front of thousands of people, um, probably writing a bunch more books, continuing to grow in power. And and really, um, and then Desert Capital is growing massively too. So honestly, I just really want to, to um, I want to continue to grow what we have going on now. I know other opportunities are coming my direction. Um, but the reality is, is where I see myself is getting to the point where I'm up there speaking to women and they're able to help other people because of something they learned. That's what I would love to see. And so it is, Stephanie. And so it is. I love it. You you, you are such a powerful force just speaking it, speaking it into existence here on this platform. I know you share this with other people. You paint the picture, share the vision because you're a great leader and that's so powerful to do that. So everyone who's listening, watching, tuning in right now, uh, just really have that confidence to share your vision like Stephanie just did even before you've achieved the things you know especially if it's if you're you're working on your self-confidence your self 
image, so to speak, to be able to to achieve these lofty, huge, hairy, audacious goals, then share it with people who you trust. Share it with a coach. Share it with a community who who has your back, who you know leads with heart and shows up with their full heart, like Stephanie does in her groups. Like find a group like that. Get that in your life because it's so freaking valuable. Uh, but it's it's really really cool. I love the vision. I see you already doing it, Stephanie. You're you're just rocking it. Um, this is this is great stuff. And I wanted to talk a little bit more about the book. Uh, that you just released. And it's called Women of Perfection, Perfectly Imperfect, or at least that's the title of, of today's uh, interview, right? And I want yeah. to hear where where did that, where did that philosophy come from for you? Yeah, so it's so funny. So like, so I'm a massive perfectionist. I mean, I don't mean like a little bit, like my house has to be perfectly <laughs> clean. And I have two kids. Oh. My car has to be perfectly clean. My my nails have to be done. Like there, I am like a massive perfectionist. And so I remember like 10 years ago, I was like, gosh, you know what, like this is, uh, this could be a problem. And so, um, and so basically my book stems from me initially realizing, gosh, I am a big perfectionist. Mm. And and it's become a problem. Mm. And how do I fix it? Yeah. And so literally my book came from <laughs> a bunch of teachings I've had in the last, you know, uh, really the last 10 years or so. And literally every single one of them have helped me overcome uh, my massive perfectionist uh, issue. But also, um, also it's helped me. Um, a lot of these things have also helped me to, to grow as a leader, yeah. to help me grow as a person, a better mother. Because each one of these things tag not into um, just, hey, you know what? Do I look pretty today? It mm -hmm. tags into, well, why, why am I choosing to not go to work today just because I don't feel like it? Or why am I choosing to do something else? So it really taps into some or, or some really deep issues like why do I cry every single time I walk into this room or, or whatever that may be? Because there's usually some core, core things there. And so Women of Perfection, Perfectly Imperfect. It was going to be originally just women of perfection. And immediately I got feedback like, no, 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 you're trying to say you're perfect. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not saying I'm perfect at all. Mm. I'm saying I'm the opposite. I am not perfect. And they're like, well, then we need to absolutely add the perfectly imperfect. And I said, that's correct. Mm. We absolutely do because nobody is perfect. Nobody is Nobody's ever going to live up to Pinterest perfect or the Facebook perfect or, or, or magazines or media, right? We're all going to, we're all going to try our hardest to do our best, but we don't have to be at the level where it's actually like killing us to, to, to be perfect all the time. Mm -hmm. And so that's where it's coming into play is the really, the book is all, all kind of life lessons that I've learned. It's got a lot about my personal life in it, um, of things that have happened to me, but but it all relates back into the subject that's at hand. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's so, so powerful. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that is what's been going on. I love it. I love, <laughs> I love how, stuff. how you mentioned like it's a lot of your personal lessons. Cause I think that's one of the best places to teach from and to share from is when it's, it's something that happened to us, you know, along our journey. Then it's like, it's so real. It's so authentic. It's so relatable with other people that, Hey, you know, we're not perfect. We have things that happened. Here's how I dealt with them. Here's how I probably would have re-dealt with them if I could go back and change it. And I think having that perspective with other people who might be in similar situations or just looking for inspiration to get through whatever they're dealing with, I think is, is really important uh, for people to stay plugged in to that, to that empowerment, to that positivity in their lives. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. It's yeah. amazing how, um, 
I, I mean, I just agree with everything you're saying. Absolutely. Yeah. Love I it. love it. I love it. So <laughs> I, I know you also, um, you launched your show as well as that's, that's about money, right? Like you're, you're empowering people around money. No, actually it's not about money. The station is called, it's 105.5 The Money. Ah. The, my, the show is actually Empower Hour with Stephanie Mears. Got and it. So what it is, is it's literally like, so I kind of go on the show and just talk about whatever I'm feeling that day. So mm. like, if I'm feeling, gosh, this friendship thing is kind of difficult. Let's go about, let's talk about that. Or yeah. uh, Core Beliefs was a, a big show for me because of the issue, you know, a lot of things that I had to deal with and, and how to overcome them. Um, so the, the, the podcast and radio show was, it was actually kind of like a surprise that I ended up doing it yeah. because it wasn't something that I was like, yeah, you know, I've always wanted to be on a radio show or a podcast. It was just kind of like, Hey, this is a cool opportunity. Yes. And that's something, <laughs> that's something that I've learned. If an opportunity comes your direction, as long as it seems reasonable, not necessarily obtainable, but mm. reasonable, say yes. Don't mm. decline something just because you don't have the money, just because you don't have the, um, the, the resources at that second. If you want it bad enough, you will find the way to make it happen. Yeah. And so, um, so that's something that, that this, this, this kind of came up and I was like, Yes, like this sounds like fun. Let's see how we can make it all work. And it's amazing because we've uh, we've gotten um, quite a bit of really good feedback. So I'm very excited about it. But it's mostly about um, really a women of perfection. It's about it's really going to be about the heart and soul of each women and also men because my co-host is a, a man and um, and he's a very blunt man like he, he lets you know his thoughts and I'm a blunt woman so he you know it's just quite interesting <laughs> thing going on let me tell you <laughs> so so the so the subjects will be varying each week but each subject is, is something core to each one of us wow that's that's awesome yeah. and I love I love how yeah. you said you know if the opportunity is is like, you know, if it makes sense, if it's a fit, if it feels good, if it feels expansive, also might feel a little bit scary. Um, and it's like reasonable, then like, go for it, say yes, and figure out how later. And I also think that if if it's like something that seems like a stretch, yes, like, check the the reasonableness of the opportunity and ask yourself how un unreasonable are you willing to be to like to get it to make it happen yes. so i think it's yes. it's it's challenging our our identity and what we've known ourselves as up until that point to get to a new level the opportunity might come and it might it might say like well who i've been up till now i couldn't do that well, it might take growing into a new you and being, you know, unreasonable with with that process and stretching yourself to be able to become the person who can handle that opportunity. Absolutely, and that's so true. Yeah. It's so true, and it's funny because a lot of people will tell me, "Well, no, I can't afford that. No, mm. no, I can't. I can't. I don't have the. I don't have the money for that." That seems to be a big deterrent because they have so much fear around this this money thing, right? Oh, I don't have enough money in savings for this. No, they probably have the money or the way to make it happen if they really wanted it to happen. And so, what I've learned in um, in my um, going from nothing to some a little bit of money, you know, I, I can retire tomorrow, so I guess I have enough money but basically like basically what I've learned is no matter what just because if you don't have the money that doesn't mean you can't find a way to get the money and that seems to be the biggest deterrent like I said already it's just it's the biggest deterrent for for, for sure and fear and fear fear is a big one too yeah 
Yeah. Well, this is, this is amazing. Uh, Stephanie, it's been an awesome, awesome conversation. I love to talk about money. I love to talk about uh, empowering the people who are out there, men and women, uh, yes. recognizing that we are perfectly imperfect and just hearing about your journey. I, I just really, I love your drive. I love everything that you've created in spite of the odds, in spite of, you know, growing up with really difficult situations and being a self-made woman who stands before us today, just like totally empowered. You know, you are empowered and you are sharing that empowerment with everyone around you. You're speaking it into existence. You're living it. You're acting it. You're being it. It's really, really cool. And I know our audience um, is hungry for more. They want to stay connected with you. They want to keep growing with you. Uh, let's let them know how they can do that, Stephanie. Yeah. So um, they're always welcome to anyone's welcome to um, join me on my website. So I have a website, uh, stephaniemears.com. Mm -hmm. And you can see my um, book, podcast, radio show. And um, a bunch of stuff there. Um, also, if you're looking to help at Empower Hour, which is the Women's Empowerment Group, um, you're welcome to go onto our website there, which is empowerhour.net. Okay. Um, and we love to help there. Or if you're looking to make a donation, you're welcome to go to thebutterflyelement.com. That's the nonprofit mm. we work with. There, if you're looking to make a monetary donation, that's the, the easiest way to make it happen. So. Mm. So awesome. And, yeah. and you already mentioned about your vision, about the things that we can be looking forward to with you speaking on, on stages, thousands of women and men being inspired. Um, what other, do you see any other big books or any other big projects coming up in the meantime that we can be looking out for? Yeah. So I already have projects in the meantime coming up. Um, it's kind of exciting. So I've already gotten like several people come to me about, um, oh, you should do a book about this. And I'm like, yes. So as of next this Friday, I'm actually going to be starting a movement, mm -hmm. an actual movement, which I can't talk very much about yet, but it's going to be an entire movement of uh, opening eyes to a lot of women and men of some stereotypes that are out there that they, they, they may not even realize are so subconscious. And, and uh, so it should be really interesting. Um, also, I'm in process of, um, I've already started working on my next book, which is going to be interesting. Um, I, I'm not going to say the title yet, but it's going <laughs> to be a very interesting book. Needless to say, it's not going to be one that's uh, light coded. It's going to be a deep heart situation that helps for people to get from where they're at now to where they're going to go. Wow. The teas the teasers have us tantalizing, salivating. <laughs> like this is, this is the gold, Stephanie. I love it. Um, so everyone, you have to stay connected with Stephanie now because you, you get to find out about these, these awesome secrets that she's got coming for you that are going to absolutely open up your heart, empower you even more. Uh, and this has just been a blast, Stephanie. So again, thank you for being here again, listening for you listening right now or watching right now, go to www dot stephanie dot com and that's s t e p h a n i e m e a r s e dot com and uh, your phone number's on here as well on the name bar so you know shoot stephanie a message send her a text connect her um she's just a massive massive generous giver lover of life and wants to share that that big heart with a lot of people so stephanie thank you so much for being here and um let's bring it home with a final okay. takeaway what what you want to really leave and empower our audience with today stephanie don't let fear overcome you and surpass the fear and usually the uncomfortability to get to the next level. That's 100% how I feel and be okay with helping people because it's going to help you in the end. Amen. Yes. I love it. Stephanie, you are a champion. Thank you for being here and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. See you soon. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode 
but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever. <laughs>